got an idea for you, Threat. Yeah. You're technical. You might. <laughs> Actually, you wrote, I have another, I have a, you I wrote a world-renowned notepad app. I believe I, in you. Oh, okay, I wrote a, yeah, an amateurish homespun something. world-renowned. Okay. Fair People enough. around the world know the Paul Threat. Okay. I mean, you think about it, what does world renowned really mean? I mean, it's just like anytime That's I see true. world in famous, our world, like what our little mean? insular world. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. Anyways, uh, you might enjoy this. I don't know. I've been playing around mm-hmm. with this stuff. Microsoft released the Windows AI Studio. Mm-hmm. This is like brand new territory for Microsoft. Um, there's a couple of competitors. There's like local GPT and other things out there. Okay. You might enjoy some of this stuff. Even okay. if you don't enjoy it, let me just qualify this. There are there is like zero write-ups about how to do literally anything with Windows AI Studio because it's so kind it's of new. It's brand new, yeah. And like trying to stumble my way through it, it's fine. Like mm-hmm. I can figure it out, but but I'm based off of Microsoft documentation, which isn't so great. So st- step back for one moment because yeah. um, I, I, this announcement confused me a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. Windows AI Studio, as I understand it, is a plugin or whatever extension for a visual studio yes. code is that right yeah so uh and what does what's the i don't have it so i use visual studio code for writing the book so it's kind of, i don't I, I don't yeah well i do have some i actually have the c-sharp stuff in there too anyway i don't do a lot of development in there but um what is that experience like like what's the so you the go it's not great it? honestly uh yeah, so you go and you download the windows ai studio and it it's installed and yeah. it does some things and you have to walk through some steps. Like you have to make sure you have the windows subsystem for Linux installed. You have to make sure that you have uh Ubuntu 18.4, I think set as the default, uh, yeah. Lindos, Lindos. Lindos. Yeah. <laughs> Linux windows, Linux environment. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's where things kind of, yeah. then you have to connect to hugging face. You have to give an API token, which is all, you know, you kind of walk through this stuff. It's fine. Love that and, name, by the way, hugging face. I was yeah. just looking at that. And then, you have to go through where it starts to get a little dicey is after that because they use different tools like Olive and I can't remember the other one to interact mm-hmm. with these models. And, and you, that's what, this is it's local, right? Yes, this is not you're not supposed hitting to be the local. cloud. Like, that's like, the, yeah. You can go so, grab Facebook's language model and you can download it, but then that that's kind of where what's I the stopped. hardware requirement here? Isn't there like um? Don't AI? Well, I guess. They don't require like an MPU, but is there any sort of a hardware something, something? Or there is, is a hardware better? requirement. Hilariously, it has to only be an NVIDIA GPU. That's all that's supported. Right <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Soon they'll add support for MPUs, I would imagine, as well. I would imagine then... so. But the the reason why, the, the, the real reason I bring it up is just because it's so new that there is just not a lot of content or write-ups or anything about this in yep. any meaningful way to help somebody who doesn't, who wasn't on the AI team that built this thing to get up and yeah. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so just a, at, what are you asking me? Should I look at this? Is that I don't what know. you want me to I do? I mean, like, <laughs> well, you, you I, might I'm, find I'm, it. And I find these language so models interesting. I, I okay, but uh, give me an idea for like what would be what's the point? Like, uh, what uh, an How independent to set developer? Up the meta language model on your device using Windows AI Studio. There's your post or a post. Now it's not straightforward. Like you've really got to jump through some hoops, and that's kind of the point of where I yeah. was at is like, okay, Microsoft says this is what you got to so, do, but their documentation, aside from the spelling yeah. errors that is all over it, uh, 
such as coming soon is my favorite. It's C-O-M-M-M-M-I-N-G-S-O-O-N. And then they updated it. This is the best part. Then it got right. updated at some point <laughs> to only have two M's. Um, anyways, um, doesn't matter. It's, I think you should just, I think you would like this kind of stuff because you're on that. So these are local models. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, Yeah. So the, the goal here isn't anybody listening to this. You're not going to be able to build a chat GPT four that runs locally. That is as good as chat GPT four. It's not there, like not there yet. However, you can use these models in various ways to have fun. Like just, I'm doing it just to learn because I think these things are going to continue to evolve and become powerful. And I think there's going to be some real merit to them to being able to tweak and refine them. Okay. And so I do have an idea for this, by the way, Um, because Microsoft has something called the Microsoft graph, as we know, right? So Copilot for Microsoft 365 takes the Microsoft Copilot stuff from the web and integrates it with the, all their Microsoft graph learnings. And so at the, well, you could just have the internal stuff. So you could have this kind of subset of we're, we're only going to, the model, so to speak, is trained off of all of our local data, you yep. know? And I sort of made the case that, not made the case, I was told explicitly, actually, by two people, um, that Microsoft is forcing OneDrive and folder backup and everything on people because they need that data for for AI to make sense for consumers, right? The idea that right now, Copilot in Windows 11 is not very powerful, but in the future, it will be able to work off of your email, your uh, your documents mm-hmm. in store, you know, your photos, whatever you have. And I was actually thinking like, I have a, a document archive that is all of the work I've created over the past 30 years, including all the stuff I did for the super site for Windows and at Penton and for Windows IT Pro, et cetera. It, I wonder, would it be possible to train, like to create a sort of co-pilot or Microsoft graph just for my data? where I could query it and say, because I know I've written something about whatever topic, it, it sounds like just search, but really what I'm looking for is more inside the, you know, like bring, uh, like kind of surface yeah. the most relevant stuff. Like, is that a thing? Like, is that a so the, possibility the, with this? I mean, The short answer is yes. Like you could do that. The long answer is to get to that point is a long and winding and complicated road that is yeah. quite literally, they're still putting the tracks down on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the earth. But like there in must front be... Of the train tutorials out in the world that are like build your own chat gpt right yep. and then if you read that tutorial it probably uh, says you know you're, you're using some sort of data set of whatever it is up probably public data or whatever but i'm thinking like i you could probably adapt that to look at your own data maybe you know uh, where, so where again the answer is yes with a massive asterisk because again this yeah. stuff is all like new and still forming so the question becomes how do you make it look at your own data? Like what format does it need to be? And how does it need to be structured? Because you can't just yep. say, here's, well, I, I, I shouldn't well, say that. As I, of right now, I'm not aware of a way you can just point to your OneDrive folder and say, just learn this data. No, no, like of that, course not. That doesn't uh, that, exist yet. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to. And like, there'll be, exactly. Uh, I don't know what you call these things. I guess they're plugins, right? So plugins for chat GPT, plugins for yep. uh, the copilot. But speaking of which, uh, very quietly, I don't know if this was general knowledge or something. I asked Laurent about this and I we were both like, wait, what happened? There are, um, you know, Microsoft in uh, Ignite announced that um, plugins were coming to copilot. They're there now. If you go to copilot.microsoft.com, uh, there's, there's a bunch of them in there. Like, well, uh, several in there. And yes, they they announced like a music capability that relies on a plugin. 
which is how I saw this. And I was like, wait, when did this happen? Like, did the, did they ever yeah. say anything? I don't recall plugins being a thing. So anyway, plugins are a thing. And um, that means other people, any people could write their own plugins. And I think there will be. There will be plugins for parsing uh, any kind of cloud storage, any kind of document types. We'll be able to probably list like Word docs, text files, PDFs. This is all the stuff I have in OneDrive, obviously. Image files would be great too. And um, yeah, I mean, this is very interesting to me. I, I could create like a uh, a personal co-pilot that would literally be personal, right? Yeah. Um, now, I will tell you, I've run some of these things locally and they're garbage. Like they are not great. Yeah. They are, no, of course, it's day one, right? The primary holding thing holding back is honestly, they're just slow. Uh, sometimes you can get decent answers but you're not you're never going to be able to compete with a data center full of nvidia's h100 gpus up in the cloud at least we yeah we almost yet. need like a um, god it's like a, a an ai powered nas that has ai hardware in it so that it's on your network this is it's gonna be a while before this comes to personal use but i mean so so it, here's here's the but thing it will though. happen is it right? gonna be a while well because, that's the thing right i mean i like, i qualify well, a while like a year that's not yeah. So in time. other words, why, like, wouldn't Synology or whatever uh, at CES in a couple of weeks come out and say, all right, look, there are these, um, well, no, there are now uh, eight, what do they call them? Uh, Core Ultra chips. They're actually a little much for a NAS, obviously, but I mean, and they're expensive too. Like, I think the base chipset's probably like 500 bucks, but still, we're going to build like a power use NAS. And the idea is this thing is going to have CPU, GPU, and MPU. And the point of it is going to be not just, you know, the point today, which is, uh, what do you call it, transcoding video as you put it over the network, right, in real time. Um, but also, although <laughs> it might be better for that, too, um, but also to do exactly what we're talking about. Like developers could do, like Microsoft should come up with a Windows dev box or whatever they call that thing that has these. Well, actually, I guess technically that's what it sort of is, right? Yeah. Isn't that I mean, the, the, the problem with what you're describing isn't that it doesn't exist, right? This is the same thing Bitcoin miners were doing, right? They just have these racks of whatever. Well, the, problem, the problem is you have to cobble it together. Yeah. It, it, there's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to mention so, the GPUs are expensive. It's unlike a hard drive for Synology where a hard drive is 50 bucks. Well, but they have GP, like they have GP or whatever I get actually it's probably CPU I'm sorry I bet most NAS NASs use CPU to do transcoding so you probably yeah but we're talking about like Celeron level hardware here like I mean yeah anyways like that's interesting yeah these these whole model things are fascinating and the contraction yeah. of having to have we, a massive model and bringing it down to a local model is something that is happening right now. Microsoft oh, yeah. is using Phi, I think it's Phi 2, Phi. is how they pronounce yeah, it, Phi 2. That's right. yep. 2. Like they're, everybody is in this race to figure out That's, how to get these uh, things That's accessible from that hugging face thing, by the way. That's what I was looking at the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, and that's what Google's doing with the Gemini Nano yep. or whatever. They put it on the Pixel, uh, 8 Pro or whatever. Um, uh, hmm. God, Brad, it's like, I'm, Busy enough. What are you doing to me? I don't. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm. I'm supposed to be doing a whole bunch of stuff, especially at work, and I'm sitting over here going, like, "Ooh, well, look at this new model. I wonder if I can make this." Like, it's. Yeah, that is interesting. It's just trying to figure out what you can and can't do yet yep. puts you ahead. And so, like, if there's anybody listening to this, and you're saying, "Man, mm -hmm. what can I do to get myself ahead at work?" Like, learn these things because if you can apply these to your own company's right. data, right. then you are the knowledge expert. Yeah, back in the day, I used to advise people, like, if you were, like, say, a SQL guy, it's like, hey, I don't know, take, get the exchange certification book and read mm -hmm. it and take the test and just kind of 
branch out to these things that are um, related to what you're doing, but aren't exactly what you're doing. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, this is this kind of stuff used to require an expensive uh, data scientist, right? Mm -hmm. Not to mention someone who could present this information. I, I, what do you call that? Maybe just like a data visualization kind of a activity. But yeah, I mean, I think this is gonna this is democratizing that, right? Um, oh man, I don't boy. I would. I think there's a play. Microsoft will do this, but I think there's a place for a Microsoft Graph mini for consumers oh absolutely and i'm trying there's to think like what things yep because you can't find stuff like um it, like search is so inadequate because of file explorer and whatever else and indexing and i, I don't know um hmm. hmm maybe so I you can start to see how you can build it effectively and this is where these companies are going and people will do it themselves if effectively a personalized search engine because you can take your yes, web data that's like, exactly right Right. That's what like I mean. you can ingest your web data and it knows that I like Reddit. It knows that I like yep. threads. It knows that I like whatever. So to give those preferences and then it also knows my local data. And yeah. so you, you can imagine a world where there's just on your desktop, there's just one search box. Right. And literally you could have like sections like it would be like from your data, from the web or whatever, you know, or from your favorite services, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pre give preferential treatment to like Reddit, like you said, or whatever, because that's where that's kind of your go-to. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's, what this would it, look like, <laughs> you know, like well, with this. Oh boy, this is something that File Explorer alternatives should look into doing as well. Yeah. By the way, um, and actually, as Windows opens up because of the EU, there's a possibility that people could plug into Windows and do this directly in the shell, like through, you know, not just like widgets, but the search, like that stupid search, what's it called? Search highlights interface. Mm -hmm. Instead of this big nonsense, it could have that thing you're describing, potentially. Right? Yep. Or um, if you use a, uh, a Microsoft Worker school account today, which is like sort of enter ID or whatever, you can go to bing.com and search your OneDrive for Business and other you know, Microsoft graph related data, data silos, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. But then there's also the, and I guarantee there's people listening and I sometimes fall into this bucket. The large demographic says, I don't want Microsoft, Google, or Amazon to ever see any of this stuff. And so that's where being able to run your own local model, which is what I'm yep. playing around with. And what a lot of people are trying to figure out makes a lot of sense because then you can get some of those benefits yeah. without being right. exposed to an advertising graph, if you will. The question is where this occurs because peop, uh, people, companies like Brave and DuckDuckGo and whatever else that make their own search engines might want to incorporate these capabilities into their those products, right? Using AI. So in other words, you would, again, have there'd be a plug-in model like we see in Copilot and ChatGPT where you could, there would be a plug-in for OneDrive or a plug-in for whatever, Google Drive or whatever. And then it would do whatever... I don't know what the, the the piece you mentioned that's missing the bit where it actually learns <laughs> from that data source. Where does that come from? Like what this this has got to be one of the most basic forms of this, right? A model like a model that understands documents and and the contents has got to be that's got to be one on one, right? It's got. I mean, that's the that because that's the base form of data, right? I mean, not counting the web, right? I would think. Yeah, hmm. it'll get there. 
everybody's you're, trying to figure um, it out. You're messing with my brain. You're also really screwing up because I don't understand why we're not talking about Verizon again. Anything? Nothing? Yeah. Any advice? Ideas? There was a bunch of feedback. Yeah. All right. This anyway. is the, the grain of sand that will turn into a mountain one day. Will it? Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it probably will. <laughs> it sounds semi-poetic, is it? That's a saying, right? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm going it's, it's to... Just... Actually, I, I want, I'm going to talk to Raphael about this first, but I'm also going to talk to Richard about this. And... Um, uh yeah uh, it's, just, I don't, that, it's yeah, like no it's interesting what would you hope like in other words when you load up windows ai studio what what do you like what are you trying to achieve or what's the what's the point? what right right now what i'm trying to achieve is just making it understanding how the tool works because right yeah. now it's like rough uncut lumber is the only way I can describe it. So when yeah. you open it up and like you get a model installed, it gives you tons of parameters to right. to tweak, to try to customize but, it, which to me that, yeah. honestly says that we don't have enough information as a society. I don't know how you want to phrase it to actually understand what is the desirable configuration state. So well, right it's now a, it's, it's a lot a of documentation issue. So you go into what you start with windows AI studio and it says, well, you now you need this model. And so you go look at the model and you're like, okay. And now the model has some documentation. It's got all these parameters. And you're like, okay. And yep. now you got to go to And pretty, pretty soon you're three, four levels removed from, I just installed windows AI studio. Yes. What, was, what was I doing again? Yep. Um, because yeah, there's a lot to learn there. Um, You'll see, like it's not yeah. rocket surgery to figure out how to get things up and running, but then surgery. to like That's to make it useful it. is a yeah. whole different set of skills. Which I could make pretty valid arguments that the people who have those skills are not novice. I mean, they're clearly smarter than me, but they're still no. It's, it's early, early everyone days. is it's 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 early days. This is like the um, the quantum computing thing. I always tell that joke. Like. Mm -hmm. I met with the guys from Microsoft to do quantum computing, hoping to understand it. They tried to explain it in the most basic English language terms. And I went back and wrote an article that said, you know, everything you need to know about quantum computing. And the first sentence reads is a, an article I wish I could write, but I don't understand it. You know, and it's, it, it there just aren't that many people. This is still, this is a transition. Like we're still, you know, two days ago, we were worried about native apps in Windows, and now we're like, what the hell just happened? Everything's different, and we're trying to figure it out. The funny thing about that, <laughs> the, fun, the funny thing about that quantum computing thing that you just talked about, yeah, that briefing that you went to, mm -hmm. I am almost certain they ended up having to retract all of that because they found out their quantum computing stuff was based off of uh, bad information or something. Yeah. Like really in the state, exactly. There was like a, the a wrong parameter in step two and now we're at step 2000 and it's like all that stuff is invalid. But the point is the science is under, you know, they understand the science of it. Did like they? it's a, when, well, okay. I don't, they talk, they talk. Well, like, they, you went I to mean, this thing and now you're just realizing I, all of a sudden here on this podcast, like maybe they didn't know what they were talking about. Okay. That's why I, I, mean, I would say, you know, I know, uh, the, whatever level of technical conversation you or I might have to a lot of normal people, like our wives or whatever would be like, man, I have no idea what they're talking about. Was the, the, the feeling I got and probably worse from those guys, because it was like, not only do I not understand it, I don't think I'm ever going to understand it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. This, anyway. Quantum I, is a, like a much different leap than these language models. 
Yeah. 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 They're fun. Okay. I don't know. I play with them. That's right. Interesting. All right. I'm going to, I'll start probing around like an alien. <laughs>